Hey there, folks. Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Savannah Morning News special. Really happy to have you again this week. I have a really fun interview lined up for you with three people conducted via Zoom. I spoke with Leslie Lovell, the curator of Roots Up Gallery and also a great artist in and of herself, plus two artists who are doing a collaborative show, You Lift Me Up Over Up at Roots Up Gallery, Christine Sajeki and Michael Henderson, better known as Mike Henderson. And we had a really great conversation, and it's kind of a love story. I sort of feel like the story of their art show is a love story, and it's a really fun one. It is The recording isn't the greatest that I've ever done, so keep that in mind, but it is a really nice story, and they were so affectionate with each other while they were talking. It was just really a fun conversation to have. And of course, we have the background of the exciting reopening of Roots Up Gallery. This is... Leslie's first sort of solo show in the space, although she's done other shows there before. And so this was really cool to be able to talk to her about that. Wanted to mention, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air and my corresponding Art Off the Air column over at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section. Last week, I had the opportunity to speak with the incredible Noel W. Anderson and Aaron Dunn, curator of contemporary art over at Telfair Museums, about Heavy is the Crown, Noel's new exhibition there, and that was a lot of fun, a really great conversation, a nice long conversation, so you can check that out. Again, savannahnow.com in the entertainment section. But let's get to this week's interview. Leslie Lovell, curator of Roots Up Gallery, along with Christine Sajeki and Michael Henderson, talking about their exhibition, You Lift Me Up. You're going to love it. Enjoy. Rob Hessler here with Art on the Air Field Notes. I am speaking by Zoom with Leslie Lovell, Christine Sajeki, and Michael Henderson, better known as Mike Henderson. And we are going to be talking about Roots Up, the new location at Cork House, and You Lift Me Up, the exhibition featuring the work, the collaborative work of Christine and Mike. Let's dive right in first, though. Let's get some background here, because Leslie, you very recently in the, in the early part of October reopened Roots Up. And I know that was exciting to a lot of people. A lot of people loved your space um, that you had for years here in Savannah, and you reopened in in at Cork House, which is a great space. How did that all come about? Because before we started doing this re- recording, you were like, there was no planning. It sort of all just happened out of the blue. Tell us tell us the details. Well, it did happen out of the blue. But how it happened was because of Christine. We were talking about the new pieces she's done and some other pieces that she did for uh, a, a children's book, I think it was, Christine. But um, I started looking for space to do a pop-up show because that, we were already talk, in the works of talking about that. And I happened to step into Courthouse one day and I didn't know that they had everything that they've added. I mean, it's been a while since I've been da- that far downtown, I suppose. But they had a gallery space and they had it uh, available for rent, mm. you know, for shows, a pop-up or whatnot. So I was talking to them about that. Then I went out of town and I came back and they had offered me 
to take the back space, but it's about 200 square feet, but it's amazing what you can get in 200 square feet. And um, I well, anybody that it, saw I, the old roots up saw how much you got into your yeah, space. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be pretty interesting <laughs> how it's done, but still everything gets to show. So that's really how it came about because of Christine and then this offer. And then I thought, you know, it was perfect. It actually is perfect. It's a little bit, I was worried about it not being able to reach, um, or not, not, not able to reach, but you know, I have so much local followers too. And then out of town visitors and of course people that are uh, destination for a folk art gallery, but it's worked out. I mean, the, at the opening, the locals came down and uh, they were shopping that night. It was amazing. Everybody was so happy to see it open again. And, um, and yeah, I'm glad the way it, it worked out. I wasn't planning on opening that, um, but it just, it divine intervention happens again. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, it's funny because now that you mentioned, I hadn't even thought about it, but I think one of the recent times that we've spoken or, you know, we haven't spoken a lot in the last, well, since the before right. times, but mm-hmm. I, I do recall that you were talking about when, when Roots Up had originally closed that other space that you were, oh, you still wanted to do some pop-ups and stuff. So it's kind of cool that mm-hmm. this pop-up, this particular pop-up show ended up turning into a more permanent space. And like I mentioned, Courthouse mm-hmm. is a really good space. So you said that Christine was kind of the reason behind mm-hmm. that. How did it kind of come about that you decided, okay, well, we're going to do this solo show. Well, it's not a solo show. It's actually a two-person show. I know. <laughs> we're going to do this show with Christine. Um, obviously, you have a relationship with her, but sort of how did that kind of come about? And being Well, she was telling me about show. it. Well, you know, I went one step back with the gallery has more of a focus on Southern folk art. But not even just that, self-taught artists was our mm-hmm. primary focus. And I've been asked before, but I, we have several artists that are trained and uh, Christine went to SCAD. But uh, as long as they can marry together in that mission of uh, the soulfulness in their work, that's what brings it into Roots Up Gallery and Christine's work has always been that way. And then we've had a show in the past with her and we carried her work in this, this, this show had so much feeling and connection and depth to it or the works had that it, it um, asked her if she'd want to, to, to I, actually I was gonna carry it online and then she was talking about coming to town and then we talked about maybe a show and then all of a sudden it really became, blew up into a, a, a show, a gallery space and <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> held everything. It's got the ball rolling. So that's really how that, but the, the connection within this, this series is pretty impressive, I think. Oh, okay. Now I can't wait to dive into this, Christine and Michael, because I think the story behind the work and how it all happened, everything is so cool. And and I want to hear it in your own words because I got the press release, and you know, I kind of instantly fell in love with this whole idea. And I'm just going to read this one line from the top of the press release describing you lift me up, and it's you slash forward slash lift me up is the name of the exhibition. It says, collaborative show features work inspired by life, love, quarantine, and the grave of Jackson Pollock. So just tell us what the show's all about. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I had been working with this image of um, Lee Krasner's gravestone. I I spent some time in the cemetery where she's buried, and she's buried right across from Jackson Pollock. And there's a lot of other people buried there, too, in the same cemetery, like uh, Frank O'Hara and... Um, Anita Cooning, but it's this beautiful little out-of-the-way cemetery. The most striking thing is Lee Krasner and Jackson Pollock's graves. 
Lee Krasner is like a natural boulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jackson Pollock is this massive, massive, like 50 ton. Yeah. Yeah. As you would expect for such a man, like this, this huge boulder. And um, they're both just strikingly gorgeous. And then the, the, the gesture of using natural stones, like considering their art contributions. Um, but what it also really disturbed and moved me that Lee Krasner had this tiny <laughs> in comparison mm-hmm. stone. And I knew I'd been reading about like her contributions, how she was really the force behind Jackson Pollock. And she had had this, you know, laid all this infrastructure for the whole abstract expressionist movement in New York um, and propelled him forward and then kept working for decades after he died. And then to see this represent this totally unequal representation. And but what moved me the most was that it was Lee Krasner's decision to have mm-hmm. those disparate boulders. So um I, I just still think about it. I think it's a beautiful message of grace and service and like that his work was also her work. So this um so yeah I've been working with this image. Yeah and- so kind of describe that specifically because I thought it was kind of interesting like that from that place you took image transfers of the stone and put them on an encaustic panel so for those who can't see the images they're just listening to the audio right now kind of describe that because I think that's a fascinating sort of process well the surfaces are encaustic which is um paint made out of beeswax and so you can take, I had photographs of the, of the stone and you print those out just on regular paper, um, put it upside down and just rub the daylight out of it and then soak the paper off and the image is left on the wax. So then you can manipulate it and repeat it and just endlessly mess with it. Um, so how did, how did Michael get involved? Because I think this is like where, I mean, the foundation for the work is really cool and it's really interesting, but I think that what takes it to another level is this almost random collaboration that just sort of totally organically sprung up. How did that happen? I think you sent me stones and then I, I would just exactly knifing words into them and I would I would send them back and then you would transfer them on and then it would sort of, we'd look at those and then that would lead to the, the next phrasing because there's this, there's sort of this strange flow of words and they all kind of, there's some sort of storyline going, but it's, yeah. It yeah, but Michael, up. like what, Mike, what made you decide, okay, Christine's sending me this image. I'm going to take a knife and stab into it and start writing some words on it. That's what I'm interested in. Not that you actually are doing them. It's just like, what possessed you to move in that direction? I don't know. I mean, I've been doing, I've I've been putting up posters for years around my neighborhood in Seattle. And so it's like a lot of, uh, a lot of just words. And so I like the phrasing. and, And I think, I don't know. Just sound kind of violent when you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't feel aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was audacious, I thought. Like the, um, yeah, carving the words in. Yeah. And, and then, and then it really 
blew me away. When you flip the stone upside down for the lift me up, when you put you on the first one and then flipped it upside down and wrote lift me up, that, that transcendence, that lightness, that um, what people can do for each other in collaboration just all seems summed up in it. Is that, is that what you felt, Christine, when you first saw this? Like you, it returns to you and you're like, you're seeing this for the first time. I mean, or did he send you images? I mean, how, or was it like kind of like an opening up and like, whoa, what is happening here? Because I've done collaborative before and it's, those moments are, are there's a little nervousness. There's like a little anxiety because you don't know like what's going to, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You don't know until you look at it. Yeah. I think one of the really nice things with the transfer is that I was here, right? We started it. No, you did a few of the no, panels. No, we did, we did, but we started it before we even met in person. Yeah. We were just, we, we had never met at this point. That's another thing. We, we connected on Instagram and we've been trying like different ways of collaborating over FaceTime. And yeah. So we started with like puppets and a movie screenplay. And then, um, mm. <laughs> and then at this this collaboration though, um, this one just felt different and and lasting. Like we both could could stick with it. Yeah, and to and to and to sort of have the um, sense something digitally and then have it seen in physical form, it felt yeah a nice way to yeah, yeah. connect over some moments. You know, it's interesting. I, I kind of think, and, and this is based on my own personal experiences in collaboration, so maybe it's different for you, but I, I sort of feel like it's a really special form of kind of dialogue between you and another artist. Like, it's a, because you're not communicating, well, you're actually using words, but you're not communicating to each other with the words. Like, you're communicating through an artistic language that you are, you're trying to find this place where, the two artistic styles can understand each other, you know, in a way. And I wonder, you know, now that you kind of have worked through the series and you've gotten a ways through and you're about to do a show, how, what was that like for you? I mean, do you feel that? Like, do you, I mean, like you've obviously developed a chemistry, like a, an artistic chemistry together over working on this project. But I wonder how like that sort of evolved and sort of, I mean, what's that experience like for you in sort of coming to understand each other's like artistic language and working together? I think it takes a lot of trust, I think, like to like give your own work and your own process over and trust another person to honor it and give it back in a way that. Um, yeah, and especially, <laughs> it's especially like, I think we both sort of like make a move and then look at it and make the next move. So it's, it's, there's no grand architecture to it. it again, we're, we're both kind of wanderers. So it sort of made it, yeah, you're just kind of in this sort of electric space and making moves and looking back and like, and, and it's so nice, especially when there's, I remember like working on the children's book, um, you know, here in her studio and, yeah, we would make moves and just kind of like look at them. And there was something about that physical connection that kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a powerful thing that um, kind of wandering forward together. We're, we're both, I think, really um, 
stimulated by the unknown and like not knowing the answer when we start and jumping in, like to see what happens. And it's like collaboration makes its own creature also, like its own art making creature. Um, yeah, the third, <laughs> the third member of the collaboration. Yeah. Um, so we both go places I think we wouldn't have gone without each other. And, and it's exciting and we laugh a lot. We pack each other up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I want to ask you about another component of, you know, sort of what I read at the very beginning regarding your show, and that's quarantine. Because, you know, it's interesting during, I think, this period, you know, we were so isolated, you know, from our communities and from the ordinary people that we would see around um, you know, I know from you, Michael, you sent me over like sort of a little blurb about you. And and one of the things I loved I, that I took out of it, let me see if I get the quote exactly right here, wild playground enthusiast, which I love that quote. That's a really fun quote because I too am a playground enthusiast. I have a two-year-old. And so we spend a lot of time at playgrounds and especially during the quarantine because indoor spaces with other people weren't safe. And so outdoor activities became much more of a part of my daily routine although I've always enjoyed the outdoors it was like it, it, that was what you could do and you knew you could kind of do that and so I'm kind of I, I want to sort of dive into that because you know creating a new relationship in the midst of a quarantine you know no matter what, of what type but you know particularly like an artistic relationship and doing a collaborative project with somebody that you've never met before I think that that's interesting. You know, I think that that, and I think we were all kind of craving human contact and new human experiences during that period. I mean, I think we still, and maybe we all, I mean, at least I learned like how important and valuable that was and how much I kind of took it for granted having it and then losing it and not really noticing that. So I kind of talk a little bit about the kind of like breaking the quarantine almost like between, by, by creating this new, relationship during a time when like we were kind of not supposed to interact with people right well um like over the internet was our only way and so we were really we both really wanted to take up the challenge of like how to find intimacy over distance like how to actually connect with people even um when you can't touch each other's bodies um, or be in the same space. So um, we, we just found that um, art was the way to, to do that, like making things together. Um, it just, it, it brought us really close and it really felt like, like we were, we got to be more than two dimensions, like almost three dimensional, <laughs> just because we were like making things together and using our bodies like engaging all of our senses in in what we were doing that I, I would forget that we had we met we hadn't met that we weren't hanging out in person. So it was a good lesson and a good opportunity to practice how to be present when you can't be present. That's that's fascinating. You know, I want to bring Leslie, I want to bring you into the conversation, back into the conversation here because I'm curious to hear what you think, like what you thought when you saw this work for the first time, because you knew Christine's work before, you're familiar mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. And then there's this random guy 
who just shows up and <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, who just shows up in Christine's work. And like, you, you know, you, you, you could kind of develop this relationship with her before. So there was obviously you seeing it and it's a totally, it's a new direction. Like what it was sort of, what was your initial response to seeing this, not only the work, but then the whole proposal as far as the show goes. Well, I, was, I had my mind wrapped around what the pre premise of the story was of where she had, I'm sorry, I've got a cat up here on my <laughs> computer. <laughs> oh, the premise of the story is to where, <laughs> where and how it came about and that connection. And then, and of course, Jackson Pollock certainly brings in this bold moment of um, understanding the connection between his wife and, and himself and then Christine, you know, engaging in that. And then, um, but I hadn't met Mike yet. And so she, I, she had sent me some information in, uh, in a video of him. So I started getting an appreciation of what he was doing. But then I can see the connection between them two and, um, and their creativity because it was like, they're both uh, creatively curious. And they had, um, you know, exploring, not especially time how to make something work like this and it being art that drew them further together but tying into the story so it just started evolving and making more and more sense as to um the series and how they both were contributing to it so it made it a much more um in-depth project all of a sudden is what you know as well mm -hmm. I should say. well christina mike i i kind of want to start moving towards the end of this uh this conversation but i I want to ask you, it's now, I mean, your collaboration is not finished, obviously, you're going to continue to collaborate, but you, there is kind of a, a, a finish line when you do a show, you put something out there and you sort of are saying to the viewing audience, here is a thing, it represents from point A to point B and, you know, and people are going to make their judgments about it. I'm curious how you feel about it. How, how do the two of you feel about what you've put together you know, all of the concepts that you put together and kind of putting them out there. What are your sort of, not only thoughts on the work, but what are you hoping people will get out of it and seeing the exhibition? I think, so we're still working on some pieces like the, can we talk about the Don <laughs> Talk about it. Yes, please. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we're deciding on that. <laughs> We haven't reached the finish line yet. We're still keeping <laughs> stuff madly for the show. <laughs> yeah, and even just being here, like each each day, we're like, "What is this all about?" Like the <laughs> like the, the the first the first night that we were that I was here for the very first time last last spring, like you know we were we were in beds, like then we were like embraced, and I, I said, "Like oh, I feel like I'm like." Uh, we're doing the like the John and Yoko pose, you know, wrapped around, and then Christine's like, "I think we're both John actually in this." <laughs> it was so funny. We just laughed and laughed, and then the next day we we um, we found the photo, the famous John and Yoko photo, and and cut out the cut out Yoko, and and we've just been like thinking about John, John, but we don't know like what, how that sort of. Oh, that's amazing ties into yeah, Krasner and Pollock and Christine had this really interesting thought about um, about how Lee Krasner sort of raised the the elevation. He really you know brought Pollock to like, you know, yeah 
yeah, to this wider public and, and the idea that Yoko sort of um, was able to like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. done some privacy. Yeah, yeah, to pull back. Um, it might be controversial. I know there's a lot of Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's not controversial to me, so. <laughs> but in terms of like what, what you know, the audience, what we want them to like to take from it, I don't know. I think, I think I'd, I'd be curious to hear like if, if they know what it's all about. Like I think we're sort of, you know, you make images and you create images and then you see how it feels and you're like, this all about are you are you both going to be at the opening yeah. yeah well because see one of the things i think is really interesting and you know this is something that maybe people can hear in the audio but i have the advantage of being able to see the two of you we're doing a zoom interview and the bond between you is so clear and i think that that makes the work like you describing the work and talking about the concepts it makes it more interesting so like i feel like almost I mean, and I, I've, I'm only experiencing this now in relation to having the two of you talking to me about the work at the same time. But I'm sort of curious, it's like almost like it feels like the work and the two of you need to be together at, in the same place. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see how people, if people pick up on that a little bit, because, um, you know, just describing what you just did with the, we're both John and you pick up the the piece or but but even just the way the two of you are interacting it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of sweet it just makes me happy like i just want to see the work you know Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> i mean we we are very much looking forward to seeing how people take the work to them to themselves too because we're it's been very intuitive we just have raised a lot of questions and the work is exploring what what it means, what are these connections? Because we we feel that they are there, um, but we're finding out as we go along how deep they go. So um, people, I'm excited for people to have their own experience with them and where they, where they take them. And what about you, Leslie? I mean, this being your first like true exhibition show, you've obviously been having plenty of work in the space, but like this being like, um, not just an opening event, but here is like a an exhibition, the return of Roots Up and, and as a, you know, like an opening. I, I mean, how are you sort of feeling about it? Obviously the work is not quite finished yet, but I understand that as an artist, I will work until the second <laughs> the, the I have base, to turn it in. <laughs> the base of the series is, I do know what I'm working with in that regard. And they've sent me some information on other things that they're working with, but um, yeah, it's a new space. And it's not like I have um, a larger space as I had before, but also you always inter intertwined it somehow together in a show and you, you maintain the gallery operational. And this is going to, but it's going to be, um, I guess the logistics of figuring out the new space is uh, kind of exciting, you know, just to see mm -hmm. how you'll be able to make it bend to your will. <laughs> and, <that's laughs> and luckily Russell's back. <laughs> uh, he was gone when I made the move. Uh, so uh, uh, I had someone helping me with the physical move and then I had to hang the gallery by myself and I'm like oh my god don't well Russell's like oh the work's done now I'm uh, here I'll help you <laughs> <laughs> so we get to work together again on that and creating the space and I want it to be a little bit more interactive because th that's the way that they have been through this mm -hmm. it's not just you know something stagnant on the wall I mean it has a lot of dimension to it and I'd want to try to create that Right, right. 
All right. Well, look, let's um let's wrap up this interview here. And before we kind of before I let you go, I want to get all the information out here. So the opening reception for you lift me up will be at Roots Up Gallery at Courthouse, which is at 230 West Bay Street here in Savannah on November 18th from 530 to 730 p.m. And the pieces will be on view and available until December 3rd. And as mentioned, uh, both Christine and Mike, Mike will both be in attendance at that exhibition. Leslie, give us all the details if people want to follow the new Roots Up and everything like that, because I know you've got a new you've got a new Instagram and, you know, just give the details of the um, of your website and everything as well. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the website is still rootsupgallery.com. Uh, the Instagram handle is rootsupgallery2, the number two. And we had had a hacking issue. I mean, it's still rootsupgallery on Facebook. Christine, Mike, if people are interested in following you in your work beyond just this exhibition, because the two of you are doing a lot of stuff, what's the best way for people to kind of follow the two of you? Well, I have a website that I've try to keep updated um it's just my name christine sujeki.com and uh sasa sujeki on instagram um and that's probably the yeah that's probably the best way it's just yeah things on there yeah i'm on facebook at, with with my name but i'm not so good at facebook anymore mm-hmm. but, <laughs> yeah through, through leslie or yeah. just google me <laughs> Awesome. And Mike, do you have your own, do you have an Instagram as well? Or are you just kind of doing your thing? I do, but I, I have, uh, it, it's Centro Day Awesome. I haven't posted on there for a long time, but, but the, there's, some, there's some fun stuff on there. People are interested. I mean, Centro Day Awesome, you should post more because that's <laughs> a great handle. <laughs> all right. Well, look, let me let you all go. Leslie, Christine, and Mike, I really appreciate the three of you coming on Art on the Year today to talk about the show You Lift Me Up and also the reopening of Roots Up Gallery. Appreciate all three of you. Well, thank you. We were appreciated a lot too. Looking forward to seeing you at the show. Me, I'm looking forward to being there. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week, where we'll have another batch of art on the air.